Hey friends, it's Ashley and Jana. Welcome back to season two of the Geek Girls Universe podcast, your home for the latest entertainment and fandom news. Hey friends, welcome back to the Geek Girls Universe podcast. We told you we could not share about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier on the Bugle, but it's out now and we could not wait to discuss it with you all. So this is your spoiler warning. If you have not seen episode one of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which, I mean, I don't know what you're slacking on because, like, it dropped it in mid anyway. <laughs> um, but seriously, if you haven't seen it, stop, or you're going to be disappointed because we're about to get into the whole episode, and yeah, you're you're going to be sad. Sad pandas. Anyway, it is streaming now on Disney+. Plus. Um, if you haven't seen it, watch it, and then come back and geek out with us. Uh, So if you're new here or you haven't already, we would love for you to leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening from. It helps our podcast reach other geeks and the more the geekier, right? Uh, So we also have a Facebook group, Geek Girls Universe. You don't have to be a girl to join, only a geek. So Ashley, let's (laughs) get into it because, you know... I feel like when WandaVision first started, people were really like, this is weird. It's slow. It's not marvelly. And mm-hmm. this was pretty much the exact opposite. Wouldn't <laughs> <you> <laughs> uh, definitely. This one was like watching a Marvel movie. Uh, yes. Definitely not like WandaVision at all. I mean, just from the opening scene, it was like, whoa. <laughs> Yeah, so definitely uh, this one, you and I kind of talked earlier off mic, but it's very Captain America, the Winter Soldier, Mm. kind Mm -hmm. of Captain America, the first Avenger. So like I said, definitely more Marvel than WandaVision and totally different vibe. Yeah, the aesthetic is very, yeah, very much a Marvel movie. Um, and, and yeah, totally like obviously Winter Soldier vibe makes sense, you know. Yeah, obviously. Weird because Bucky's <laughs> in it. But, um, and Winter Soldier's in the title. But yeah, the aesthetic is very much that Winter Soldier aesthetic. Um, but then, you know, there's the scene in like the Smithsonian with all of the Captain America artwork. And so you kind of get that like first Avenger vibe mixed in there, which is. You know, you're just kind of like, oh, Cap and Bucky. And it just, yeah, it just feels, it just feels good and sad and weird all at the same time. It does. And just a random thought I just had as you were saying that, I guess Cap is no longer a war criminal because remember in, uh, what was it, Homecoming, they were showing those like TV videos and they're like, I'm pretty sure this guy's a war criminal now. So I wonder like what happened to that exhibit (laughs) at the time. Of that, you know, but I guess now everybody's like, oh, Steve, he saved our lives. Right. So. Well, and well, yeah. And because then later, <laughs> the end, the very end. Oh, when, when we, we get should, there. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. But the very end, clearly <laughs> he wasn't a war criminal because, yeah. Yes. Um, and then, but Bucky's being exonerated, right? Like he was pardoned. Yes, and yes. part of his thing is his whole therapy and mm-hmm. um, which that scene is. A little crushing, right? Because you you just see him with all this, you know, PTSD, which he's, you know, clearly been dealing with since he um, stopped working with Hydra. 
but you just, you kind of see how it affects him on the day to day and, you know, his meeting with a psychologist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, so you get this kind of like that tug at the heartstring where you're like, oh, poor Bucky. Like you can just see he's so broken. You just want to give him a cold hug. I, yes, definitely. I just wanted to squeeze him. I mean, he's Mm -hmm. one of my favorites anyway, and I, we've always adamantly defended him in Mm -hmm. any forum (laughs) when someone tries to say anything bad about Bucky Barnes. Uh, yeah, but this series is definitely going to be dealing with the PTSD, not only of Bucky, but also Sam. Yeah. Uh, we're going to see more of like the real world implications for the blip and then the people coming back and which we kind of got a little bit of in WandaVision. Yes. So yeah, Mm -hmm. if this, this series, man, it's, it's already a straight fire. I can't wait to actually be able to talk about this on Marvel Mondays. If you want to talk about it with us, join us on Mondays on Twitter. So good. I'm just like ready to just shout, shout about it, especially the Mm -hmm. end and we will get to the end. Um, But yeah. I mean, Falcon's new suit. (laughs) Right? Like his new wings or whatever we call them. I mean, is it a suit? Is it wings? I don't even know. It's um, it's a suit. It's part of his suit. His Stark Industries upgrades. Yes. Which I was mean, confirmed. What is that? Right? <laughs> what was it? The, the first scene, what, five minutes, three minutes or something? And it was just, I mean, it was so intense and so good. It's like it just drops yes. right into it and you're like, right. Whoa. Exactly. And I I think it's funny. I'm sure it was always meant to be that way, but I find it especially uh, hilarious because of how people, certain people, not us, were like, oh, WandaVision started too slow. Whereas Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you get about like a minute and a half of Sam getting ready for some important event while looking at Steve's shield and hearing the conversation between old man Steve and Falcon. And then... Mm-hmm. Bam, massive aerial fight scene for like gosh it felt like it went on for a while but like in a good way not in a bad way yeah no it it was just like action like boom you're like whoa like you're not you dropped into that action like sam jumping Uh out of that plane into action like it's it was crazy we got Batrakis back so last we saw him he was in captain america winter soldier in custody Mm-hmm. But he is not in custody anymore. He escapes Sam as Sam is after him trying to get uh, they have an operative that had been taken hostage by Batroc and his crew. But Batroc lives for another day. And if it's like the comics, we'll see him join up with Zemo at some point in time in the show. For I, some, you I know, bad guy, super group stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I suspect that's going to be a thing just based on what we saw in this episode. I also, I mean, I wrote this for CBR because I firmly believe it. I think we're going to see Zemo, if we don't see him officially form the Thunderbolts and or Masters of Evil, we're going to see the beginnings of it because that's his MO. It's what he does in the comics. He's super successful with it. And we've got a lot of players in the field already that Mm -hmm. are part of those team ups. So I could see it happening in this. And I just, it's six, it's six episodes. So it's like, it's, everything's going to happen fast, just fast. Well, and this was a long episode compared to like what we had for WandaVision. Now, granted, WandaVision was nine episodes, but this was 47 minutes. That's like the longest one that we had for all of WandaVision. So I'm curious to see how long the other ones are, but 
I mean, 47 minutes is, you know, half of a movie. Now, maybe not half of a Marvel movie, because I swear everything <laughs> got longer and longer until it was basically like, let me sit in a movie theater for four hours. Yes. Um, <laughs> but not that I'm complaining. I mean, <laughs> just give me oh, all no. of Marvel. It's fine. <laughs> no, we're not but, complaining at all. But by the time this is done, it'll be like two and a half movies or something probably in that like time, right, you know, right. time frame. You know, I mean, so it's going to tell a pretty good story. It's not like there's no content. It just, you know, 47 minutes flies when it's that kind of action. Yes. The credits yes. roll and you're like, wait, what happened? What happened? Did my TV yes. shut off? Oh. I was waiting for the uh, the please stand by from WandaVision <laughs> to be like, uh, and we're done. And I'm like, no, no, we're not. No. But you don't get a please stand by, but those credits hit and you're just like, how did the time go? Yes. What's happening? Beautiful credits. Like they were beautiful. I was like, oh, I love this. But, yes. but yeah, at least I was enjoying those while I was still contemplating how 47 minutes just flew. <laughs> yes. And I mean, like I said, they packed a ton into that 47 minutes. We mm-hmm. met the Flag Smashers. Um, so Flag Smasher, non-plural, is a character in the comic books. We've kind of talked about him briefly. Uh, we talked about how lame that name is, and Sam feels the same way we do. He's like, what is this, bad guys coming up with bad names? <laughs> Thank you, Sam. Thank you. It is a bad name. But his buddy Torres is telling him, like, look, they do these things where they try to meet up online, and they're all about having a unified world with no borders. They feel like life was better during the blip. And we do know that Carly Morgenthau is confirmed to be in the show. She's being played by Aaron Kellyman, who was in Solo, A Star Wars Story. And the name of the original character is Carl Morgenthau. So, assuming it's his daughter. Hmm. And, yeah. And we'll get a little bit into that in a second. Because now we see what Sam was getting all dressed up for. He was Mm. headed to D.C. to the Smithsonian Mm. Museum to hand over Steve's shield to the museum he doesn't he still doesn't believe in himself which was really sad for me because that was what that opening dialogue was when steve says how does it feel and sam says it feels like it belongs to someone else and steve says but it doesn't sam still hasn't accepted that he's good enough you know to carry this mantle and carry this shield so he hands it over to the smithsonian to be put on display roadie's there um, and they have a nice conversation. He asked Sam what we all are saying, like, dude, why aren't you Captain America? And Sam again is just like, hey, I, the, the shield doesn't belong to me. It's Steve's. It's it's not mine. Um, yeah. And then we get some familiar techno eerie feeling that hits and we see Bucky in his winter soldier glory, which I know yeah. that's when he's bad, but I was super excited about oh, it because yeah. I was like, yes, mask and everything. Give me more Winter Soldier. Uh, He was taking some people out for Hydra. Unfortunately, a young man gets caught in the crossfire and Bucky wakes up. It was a nightmare. And then we see him in therapy. But what really got me excited was Henry Jackman, who was the composer for for, uh, Winter Soldier and Captain America Civil War, Mm. is the composer for the show. So it was Bucky's theme, the Winter Soldier theme playing. And I was like, yes, that's one of my favorite, favorite themes in the entire MCU. So I was super like nerdy geeky about that. 
And yeah, you know, he's one. he's in he's in therapy and we have this hilarious exchange between him and the therapist that we have seen in the trailer, you know, for the staring contest. This poor woman. I loved her though. She didn't let him like I, get away with anything. No. She I mean, she was intense. He's hilarious. He's like, Oh, so we're doing the notepad thing? That's passive aggressive. And she's yes. like, Well, you're not talking to me. <laughs> she's like, You're not talking, so I'm writing. And he's like, Oh, come on. You know, she's like, You're 106 years old, like grow up. <laughs> <Kind of. laughs> it's, it, I mean, it, it's a I mean, there isn't a funny thing, I am obviously, but like the way that they've created this exchange between he and the therapist. And then obviously, you know, if you've watched the trailer, you see the exchange between he and Sam and the therapist. Obviously they have a good rapport. Right. And it's just right. So funny to see him just kind of do that. Yeah. I'm not talking to you unless I have to kind of thing. I'm, you know, I'm basically here just like putting in my time. Right. And she's like, you know, I know you long enough that I know you're lying. And he's like, whatever, I'm not lying. <laughs> you're lying. Yeah. And, you know, just playing the like, I'm not talking to you game. And she's like, well, whatever. Then I guess I have to report you to, you know, whoever, because you're not following your orders for your pardon. And he's like, mm-hmm. fine. You know, he's like right. a grumpy teenager. He's like, you know, teenage grew just being like, whatever. He's a grumpy teen or a grumpy old man. One of the two. (laughs) It's a combination. Yeah. It's, it's a a hilarious exchange, but still serious. You know, she's Mm -hmm. been in, she's been in the service. So she's seen war, like obviously not to his extent, but she's definitely seen combat. And she's like, look, like, don't try to like, I don't even know. Like, um, kind of gloss over how you're feeling yeah don't dismiss it don't um don't act like oh you're fine she's like you're Mm -hmm. alone and being alone is like the worst personal hell yeah for someone that's going through ptsd so it was as much as we said it's funny it's very poignant too and um but we do learn that bucky's got a list and on this list Unlike Steve's list of like, let me watch some movies and some TV shows and listen to some CDs. Uh, Bucky's list is full of people that he is trying to kind of right the wrongs. He put these people in power or he helped them out and now he's out to take them down. But without, you know, hurting them too much. (laughs) Three rules. (laughs) Right. Not hurting anybody. Nothing illegal. (laughs) Nothing illegal. You know, apologizing uh, was that the third one? (laughs) It was like accepting who he is with that awkward, like, I'm Bucky Barnes and I'm here to take you down. Hey, (laughs) so funny. Uh, yeah, so there's several names on the list. I actually will have that in my breakdown for you on my site and I'll link to it. But there's a few that are based on the comics that are interesting. Uh, but one that sticks out and should stick out to everyone is H Zemo, AKA helmet Zemo, who we know is in the show. We know Bucky's going to have major problems with him mm-hmm. because Zemo impersonated him, got him captured when all he just wanted was some plums and privacy. Mm-hmm. Then he used the whole, you know, red book winter soldier, like training to, mind control him so Bucky's definitely got a bone or five to pick 
I feel like Bucky's well. not going to follow those three rules when he finds Zemo. I, you know, I don't blame him, <laughs> <In> though. <my> <laughs> I don't blame him. Oh, and when it comes to when it comes to what happens later in the show, I hope he also doesn't follow those three rules. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. But Bucky has befriended an elderly man named Yuri, which is hilarious because I feel like, like Steve, Bucky relates more to elderly people because that's would be his real age or closer, at least, to his actual age. Um, and the old man is hysterical. He He's cranky. But then he sets Bucky up on a date. And Bucky's like, wait, what? I haven't been on a date since, you know, 1943. <laughs> like, I don't know how to do this. Um, and we also meet Sam's family, his sister, Sarah, who's been fighting to keep the family business afloat while he was gone. She's a single mom. She's a widow. The bank is not helpful at all. We mm-hmm. learn that they just don't care. There's a and Sam being an Avenger has no clout, apparently. Like, oh, you saved the world. Let's take some selfies, but I'm not going to give you a loan to help your business. Yeah. Because you haven't existed for the last five years and you don't have a financial record. Really? Right. It was insane. I was like, this guy needs a good slap in the face with a vibranium arm. Like, Bucky, handle that. Back yeah. in this fool. For real. Um, we learn that Yuri's son was the young man that was killed by the Winter Soldier during Bucky's, like, nightmare flashback. And Bucky feels guilty. So he has a second list. So on the left side of his notebook is his revenge list. And on the right side is his, like, remorse list. And at the top of it is Yuri's name. And he doesn't tell Yuri that it was him. But... You can see it's weighing on him. He doesn't want to keep it from him, but he also knows that by telling him he's going to lose this man as a friend. So it's just, it was hard. I felt so bad for him, that struggle. Yeah. So Well, and you can see like when he goes to the door and he sees the picture with like the memorial from his son, like where he's burning the candle. Yeah. Was like, I mean, you can like see he's gutted. He's just like, oh, dude. Yeah. It's like he went there to tell him, but then he just couldn't bring himself yep. to do it. It was hard. Poor guy. But we don't have too long to deal with that emotion before Torres has been following the flag smashers around. And now they're in Switzerland. Instead of calling him back up, what did you say? You're like, this dumb kid. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this kid is so dumb. <laughs> he doesn't come like, back up. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to take on the Flag Smasher group like by myself. Like, I don't think he was out to fight them, but then he, you know, that training kicks in. We're like, they're doing bad right. and I'm a good guy. Uh well- and he was like in the middle of all the chaos, so he kind of had to do something or he's beyond obvious that he's not part of their group. Right. <laughs> but he decides to take the fight to presumably the leader the flag smasher and that fight was over before it even began that dude <laughs> is strong and kick his butt like that i was like yep. all right <laughs> yeah that was um yeah i was like well dude you kind of get what you pay for when you're not using your brains exactly he's lucky he lived so he sends footage to sam and they're trying to discuss, like, what's going on. Um, 
Now, in the comics, the original Flag Smasher doesn't have any type of enhanced abilities. He just happens to be a really good fighter. Uh, he has some advanced weaponry sometimes, but nothing super special about him. Mm-hmm. But the way he was fighting in this and the reaction that Sam and Torres had to each other, which they didn't finish the sentence. You know, he's like, do you think it's and Sam's like, I don't know. I don't, I think he might have some like some sort of enhancement. I mean, most I people don't kick like that. No, I mean, you know, even Cobra Kai is not like, you know, that's right. This dude was like <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Kicking Torres is ri- like Torres is lucky he walked away from this. I was like, OK, it was like one kick and lifted in the air flying and then right like, dropped him a punch to the face. And he was like, basically left for dead (laughs) right but it was that one kick where you were like i'm sorry what just happened exactly so i'm like it's not a normal kick it just didn't Mm -hmm. strike me as a normal like even captain america but again he's got that super soldier serum so for him to kick it makes sense bucky's got some version of the serum as well as a vibranium arm but this guy does not seem that way right however it could you never know they can tweak this, you know, canon a bit to make it work. Sure. It'll make it more interesting for sure if he's got some sort of enhancement like that. Because otherwise, Sam and Bucky together or separately could easily kick this guy's rear right. end. So, I don't know. I don't know. And then, let's see. We ended on a, I am so angry I could spit. <laughs> moment oh yeah and we knew it was coming it's in the trailer trailers however and it makes me mad in the trailer so seeing it this (laughs) way i was extra mad about it um uh sarah and sam are sitting there watching the news as the department of defense names the new captain america first of all that's not your title don't Mm-mm. you dare use it. Second of all, U.S. <laughs> don't, agent. Don't touch my shield. Don't touch that shield. John Walker, the U.S. agent, a.k.a. the new Captain America, walks <laughs> out wearing his comic book accurate suit and carrying Steve's shield. And I wanted to scream. I was so mad. And the guy playing him is the son of two of my favorite people, <laughs> Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell, who I adore, but they cannot save him. He is garbage to me now. And that smirk on his face. Oh, I just want Bucky to take his vibranium arm and wipe that look right off his face. He's like the most hated actor in Hollywood right now for doing seriously. Nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for showing up to work. <laughs> For taking like one acting king. He's like, yes, like I'm getting paid for something. Nope, nope. Wrong, wrong role, friend. Seriously, I was so mad. I was like, oh, like I, I hate him more I'm than, sorry. I hate him more than uh, Jane Foster at the moment. Ooh, those are fighting words. I mean, but only at the moment. Like she's not oh, on my moment. screen. Okay. Okay. Fair. When she's on my screen touching Mjolnir, I mean, I'm going to have a problem with it. <laughs> but as of right now, 
John Walker is my like number one, like you are scum of the earth. Oh, <laughs> I mean, for sure. Yeah, he's, ah. <laughs> you know, when, I mean, we all knew this was coming, but yeah, like when I watched Sam hand over the shield at the beginning, I was like, ah, I was like, I know exactly where this is going and I'm yes. not liking it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it or what it's no. Chris Evans in his interviews I don't like it I don't like it no, <laughs> that, I didn't like yeah. it at all that was me I don't like it I don't like it so bad I was like no and for it to end the episode to end with that I was like oh Marvel <laughs> you're making and me so angry mug like whatever smirky smile and he's like hey and you're like I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> I mean, I've wanted to punch him in the face every time he does that run into the football field, high five and people. It makes me like gag. <laughs> <laughs> but like now I like really want to hurt him. Can't stand him. I'm so oh, mad. Goodness. So angry. <sighs> Marvel, why do you do this to us? I tell you what. I think they intentionally, like, amp us up with, like, exciting things, make us angry, and, like, make us cry. It's like they do this roller coaster of emotions. (laughs) Yes. What can we do to get under their skin? Mm -hmm. And all of those emotions in, like, one episode or one movie or whatever. It's never just, like, oh, this was an all feel good or this was a all action. Like, it's... It's all of them all the time. I think the only one where we thought we were going to get away unscathed was Ant-Man and the Wasp. And we remember when we screened that at the at the studios and we were like, oh, this is such a funny movie. It was so nice after Infinity War to laugh. And then the post credit hit and we're like, what? Dang it, Peyton. We were so mad at the director. We told him that too when we interviewed him. We're like, dude. We're like, that was just dirty. <laughs> so, yes, like, <laughs> that's right. You're right. They they come at us every single time. Like, mm-hmm. okay. But yeah, so next week, I think, well, I want to see Bucky's reaction to this next week. And yeah. I have a feeling, or at least I'm hoping Zemo's entrance will be next week. Maybe Sharon, too. Yes. So well, be... and this is probably when Bucky decides he's going to maybe respond to Sam's texts. Oh, yes. That would be a, <laughs> be a like, good text. WTF, did you just uh... <laughs> Right, and I feel like Bucky's the type that doesn't watch TV. So he's either going to see it in a newspaper or he's going to see Sam's text and then he's going to like lose his mind. Right, like, not he's... Enough- He's going to be livid. Yeah, well, exactly, because somebody was touching his best friend's shield. Uh, Yeah, you don't touch my best friend's stuff. Yeah, no, exactly. He's going to lose it. But yeah, I feel like somehow, like, the text would come into play, and it's going to be a, like, I'm sorry, what just happened? (laughs) (laughs) Bonus points if Bucky Barnes has learned how to pick appropriate gifts, because there's a few I can think of for this situation. Right. <laughs> I feel like Bucky has not. I feel like that would be like a he and Steve still not on the page of knowing how to use like gifts and, you know, text yeah. short. 
hand. Well, Bucky's phone was a flip phone. Did you notice that? Yes. She closed (laughs) it. And I chuckled because I was like, I haven't seen a flip phone since I had that Motorola Razor in pink. (laughs) So. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Daryl had one until we moved to Portland in 2013. That's hilarious. (laughs) I mean, there were plenty of Apple phones by then. (laughs) He, like, just was like, I'm going to die with that thing in my hand. And I was like. (laughs) <laughs> rolling my eyes every time like whatever dude you do you. yep you do you oh man well thank you for tuning in for our breakdown of episode one of falcon and the winter soldier what did you think i want to hear what everybody else thought so either tweet us at that ashley aaron at whiskey and sunshine or join our marvel mondays party it happens at noon eastern time every Monday <laughs> hashtag Marvel Mondays because I need to know are you as are you as mad as we are I especially want to know like if you're team Iron Man like are you as angry as we are because mm-hmm. like I feel like team cap is like extra extra yeah. extra about this um, we extra mad <laughs> we are extra mad about it but I want to know are you also extra mad about it I'm curious but until next time geeks Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for more geeky goodness.